are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real with Jimbo. I am your host, Jimmy Harlow. Let me tell you all, I am super excited about today's episode for many, many reasons. The first reason is I love doing this show. I love thinking of a relevant topic, and I love finding the guests. I love the behind-the-scenes work with the staff at Up To Me Radio with the marketing, recording, editing team, everything that goes into making a podcast is a lot. For those who don't know, Mel Davis is just about the most supportive, talented executive director out there, and we are lucky to have her on our team. But secondly, and most importantly, I'm super excited about today's show because I get to interview and have a conversation with two amazing young women. In today's episode, I'm going to have some light-hearted conversation as well as do something that every parent out there tries to do, get into your kid's mind. From recreation to social media, from school functions to school curriculum, I have seen our society, schools, and the environment change over the years. Especially from when I was a kid, I know it's gotta be tough being a kid, and in today's, and being a teen in today's world, you know, and a dad, this is actually really intriguing. <laughs> now, this may seem like a big task, but, you know, I'll be honest with you guys, I'm up for it, and we're going to have some fun along the way. So, without further ado, I would like to welcome two of the coolest 13-year-olds walking on the planet, Jordan Harlow and Allie Coleman. If you heard the last name of my first guest, you might have picked up on it, yes. Jordan is my daughter, and Allie is one of her best friends. I might be biased, but these two kiddos have beautiful spirits and are full of good energy. I'm just hoping that they don't get shy on me and quiet. (laughs) I guess we're getting ready to find out. We're going to have to do a little beta test, so here we go. So, girls, thank you for joining me. Are you guys ready to keep it real? Yes, sir. Yes. I got you. All right. Okay, so let's get started. I can't wait to hear some of your answers to my first question. If you had a time machine and you could go back to any time period, where would you want to go and why? And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going back to be a cowboy. But you guys tell me what you guys want to do. If I had a time machine, I probably would want to go back to, like, the 2000s just because, like, I feel like it would be more fun and like I like the music and stuff. You like the music of the two thousand, so what, so twenty two years ago? So what what kind of music do you like? I don't know, I just like all the music that they have. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Jordan, what about you? Um, I think I would wanna to go to like the around the eighties or nineties because like I'm not saying that they didn't have any problems in the world, but I feel like they had like less problems and life was a little easier around that time and I also just like like the whole vibe of it like again the music and like the clothes I just think all that's really cool 
Okay. Yeah, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper if you don't ask me. So, so, so what kind of vibe, what, what kind of vibe was back then? Now you're talking about when, in, in my time, in my heyday. Um, well, when I, when I think of like the eighties, I just think of like, you know, like the skating rink and, um, doing stuff <laughs> like that kind of stuff. That's what I think about. Right. Okay. So I have a question. Have either of you ladies ever been roller skating? Yes. Yes. We we go together. Okay. We've gone together plenty of times. Okay. So question, have either of you ladies been roller skating with me? Yes, many times. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 Okay. All right. So I tell you what. So Al, Al, if you want yeah. a million dollars if you won a million dollars, what would you be your first purchase? Um, I feel like my first purchase would want to be, like, going on, like, a big trip, like, somewhere out of, like, the country and stuff, or, like, a big shopping spree. I got you. What would you buy on your shopping spree? Uh, just, like, a bunch of clothes. <laughs> so what, what what are all the cool kids wearing these days? Um, like, Lululemon, Nike. Uh, athletics and all that stuff. Okay, gotcha. Jordan, if you won a million dollars, what would be your first purchase? Um, I think Allie, I would probably just go to like the biggest possible mall there is, and I'd probably just anything that I see, I'd probably buy it, and I'd probably accidentally end up spending all the money in one day and not even realize it. <laughs> If I want a million dollars, the first thing I'm going to do is buy your braces. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. All right. Okay. So I tell you what. So I know both of you are into recreational activities like dance, choir, and aerial. How important do you get? Do you guys feel, you know, in, in kids and teens of this type of outlet, you know, or have some type of hobby or something that they enjoy doing? How important is that? Allie, go first. Um, I feel like it's good for, like, kids to have, like, a sport outside of school that they do, just that, like, makes them feel good about themselves, makes them happy, and it kind of helps them socialize more, not with school friends. Sure. Cool. Hey, so so what was your most proudest moment and something that you've done? Um, prob- probably when I, like, found out that I made the company team for Ariel in, like, 2019, I think it was. So why don't you do me a favor and just kind of kind of streamline it a little bit, Allie. Tell me a little bit about Ariel. Tell me about what it is that you do. Well, technically, there's, like, two uh, pieces of fabric. And you, like, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain. You just do, like, a bunch of tricks on them and stuff. And it's pretty cool. It's easier to explain with, like, a video. Is it, like, some type of form of dance or some type of art form? Yeah, it's kind of a form of dance, I would say. Okay, okay. Well, cool. Okay, well, that's awesome, kiddo. Jordan Harlow, tell me a little bit about tell me a little bit about uh, dance and what it is that you like about outside activities. Um, I like how you can just like when I go to dance or the first time I went to my studio, I didn't really know anyone. And now I just feel like I like know everyone, and I think having a sport outside or having a sport outside of school is just a great opportunity to meet new people and like 
meeting new people could also mean stepping out of your comfort zone. So I think that's a really good opportunity. So having outside support would be good to, you know, step out of your comfort zone. I couldn't agree most. I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what do you think, what is your most proudest moment in dance? I can tell you what my most proudest moment of you is in dance, but that just goes year to year. But my most proudest moment of Jordan in dance is when you won the Babyface Award, but that was all way back when you were a little kid. So what is your most proudest moment in dance? I mean, that's what I had in mind. Uh, that's, I think I got it around 2016. I mean, yeah, I know it was a long time ago, but I just feel like I really, like, was just very happy when I got that because it's, like, a very rare award that only one person gets a year. It's basically, like, Dancer of the Year award. And mm -hmm. um, I was just very excited when I got that award. So I could say that's my probably most proud moment. I was, too. I cried a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I tell you what, so let's talk about school for a second, okay? It's summer, and I know you don't want to be thinking about school at the moment, so don't roll your eyes when, you know, when I'm going to talk about this. But what are three things that you like about school? Jordan, tell me, Jordan Harlow, tell me what are three things that you like about school? Um, one, probably, like I said earlier, um, it's a good way to socialize and meet new people and, you know, socialize. Um, also, you can learn, like, other important life lessons rather than just what they teach you in your classes. Like, from school, you can learn things that teachers don't actually teach you. You can learn things that you have to know in the outside world and in the real life. So, like, you can learn important actual life lessons. Gotcha. I understand. One thing, one of my most important things I liked about school was my friends. I had a lot of friends. Allie, yeah. tell me, tell me, tell me some things that you like about school. Tell me three things you like most about school. I mean, I was gonna say like what Jordan said, but I also think for kids, it's good. Like, it's kind of a motivation that like they have to get out of the house and go to school because like some people struggle with like wanting to get out of the house and stuff and socialize. Okay, so but you know what, so. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I actually want to lead into this with you. So, Allie, was it hard in 2020 having to do online school? I mean, I don't really think it was that difficult for me because I've already, like, homeschooled before in the past. So it kind of felt the same, but for the teachers, I know it was, like, different. So that's kind of what helped me because I knew what to do. Right. How about you, Jordan? How, how did you feel about 2020 online school? Um, I mean, we didn't really do it for that long, but in the time that we did it, I did feel like it was difficult because, you know, it was a first time for mostly everyone. So the teachers kind of had a difficult time teaching and kind of getting it through to us, what they were trying to tell us and what they were trying to teach to us. So I think that if the teachers had a hard time teaching, we had a hard time learning. So, yeah, I think it right. was difficult because it was everyone's first time. Right, right. Did you, so, Jordan, did you adjust better to it as time went on? Uh, yeah. Has, it, has it gotten better? or how, how? Okay, you know what? Let me rephrase that, Jordan. When you go to school each day, what happens? Kind of 
is it is it a lot of online stuff? Can you can you just do something online, or how does that work? If you miss a class, or how, how does that work when you go to school? Well, um, it really honestly depends what the subject is. I would say like math stuff. Normally, they give you like papers. There's not very much online math that we do. But in, like, history and science, those are, like, all on our laptops. But I think I've adjusted to that pretty well. Um, um, but, yeah, I think most of it is online. Just some subjects is, like, they actually give you a paper. And most of our tests are online, too, so. Okay. 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 Cool, cool. All right, so. All right, so let's go. Let's go to a little bit of light. light let's go to a little bit of light, lighthearted stuff. So. Jordan Harlow, what is your favorite subject in school and why? My favorite subject would probably be science, honestly, because I know this goes for every subject, but for science, I feel like there's just so much that you can learn about. Like, instead of one specific thing, there's so much you can learn about. Like, if you really think about it, everything that you're looking at right now has something to do with science. So I think that science is just very interesting to me. Wow, cool. Me too, kid. Allie, talk to me. What's your favorite subject in school? Um, my favorite subject in, like, seventh grade that I did would probably be Spanish because I feel like it's cool, like, learning a new language and stuff that you didn't really walk in the class knowing at the beginning of the year, but then at the end you, like, walk in and, like, you walk out knowing everything that the teacher was saying in the beginning of the year that you looked at her like she was crazy. <laughs> I got you. Allie. Yes. I alguna pregunta. Comprende? Uh what? Can you repeat that? I alguna pregunta. Um no, not really. Uh <laughs> It's okay. I said I have a question for you, okay, in Spanish. Oh. You were talking about Spanish. I thought you maybe want to throw some Spanish out there. I mean, we learn, like, most of the basic stuff. Like, um, since I was Spanish one, it was, like, my first year, so we just learned about, like, the colors, the stuff in school, like, classes and, like, all that stuff, and then food and how you, like, describe your family and stuff. I understand. I got you. What's red in Spanish? You know that? Tell me some colors in Spanish. Ro Rojo. Rojo. And then blue is, <laughs> blue is azul. Uh-huh. Black is negro. Uh, white is blanco. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. I highly encourage you to keep going with your Spanish lessons, okay? It'll do you good, okay? Jordan Harlow will probably serve you good, too, as well. Anybody that's going to learn a different language would, uh, especially here in Texas, learning, learning how to speak Spanish would probably certainly benefit you, no matter what you're going to do. So I'll tell you what, so I'll tell you what, guys. What do you want to be, Allie? I know this is a big one. I know you guys have been ready for this one, Okay. When you want to grow up, Allie, what is it that you want to be? This is the big question every 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 kid gets asked today. Right now, what does 13-year-old Allie wants to be when she grows up? 
I kind of want to follow my mom's footsteps, and she's a realtor right now, and I kind of just want to be a realtor because that stuff, like, interests me. But if that doesn't work out, I kind of want to be, like, an interior designer. Cool. So, I, I got you. I think you'd probably be good at both of those. Jordan Harlow, talk to me. What, what do you want to be when you grow up, kiddo? Um, I feel like I, well, right now, what I feel like is I would probably just want to keep, like, pursuing what I already do and what I already love. So, honestly, what I would want to do right now would be, like, a dance teacher because just watching my dance teachers having fun, still doing what they love doing, just really inspires me to, you know, keep doing what I do. And I just think that I'm going to be a dance teacher because I could show, I feel like I could show people a new way of teaching, a new style of teaching. Well, cool. Hey, I tell you what, it's pretty cool whenever they get up there at the end, isn't it? In the recital, yeah. when they get up there at the end, and yeah. they, ha, 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 that's pretty cool. It's like, hey man, hey, they're still up there getting it right, you know? You yeah, know? that's what so, I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. I, I understand. I, I understand 100. percent Okay, all right, ladies. I tell you what, I'm going to go and I'm going to ask a little bit deeper questions now. Okay, so put your thinking hats on here, and I want you to think about this. So. What do you think are some main stressors that 13-year-olds face in today's modern world? You said that you wanted to go back to the, to, to the 80s and the 90s. That, that's kind of when, you know, I was born in 1973. I'll date myself. So, you know, you guys can do the math. So what, what do you think are some what, – what, what, what stresses out – a 13-year-old. Jordan, go first. Jordan, what, what are some things that stress you out today? Um, I know that, like, most teens don't want to hear this, but I think that social media has a big part in why some teens have, like, mental health problems and stuff like that because social media, like, it could be good sometimes. Like, it could be positive, but sometimes it could be negative. Like, I think that teens today, social media is just, like, people are very judgy on there and people just think that they can throw out their opinion to whoever they want to and whenever they want to. So I think that some teams just really care a lot about what other people think, which is a big problem. So I think social media is. I understand. Allie, how about yourself? I agree with Jordan. The main thing for me as a 13 year old that like I face is like, I care about what other people think and way more than I should, and I care about other people's opinions because, I don't know, just they judge a lot. So what would you say as a dad, what what can I do to help you with that? I mean, there's really nothing you can do about it because they'll just keep coming back on, like, because you can make so many different accounts there's no limited amount of accounts you can have. So, I mean, you can't really, there's no really way to control it, I would say. If I was a concerned um, parent about social media, what would I do? I would probably, like, have a talk with my kid and be like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that social media can be bad sometimes. So, just mind. I just say just, like, mind your business on something because sometimes if you see something that you don't like or that doesn't really interest you, you want to say something negative about it, and that could really hurt someone's feelings. 
So honestly, I would just like tell my kid to think before they type or think before they say anything to someone that could hurt their feelings. Hey, that's some very good advice that I would give to you. But I'll also tell you guys this. How about keep your circle closer than you think? Okay, keep the friends yeah. that you have on social media your friends. Okay, don't, don't have a yeah. Facebook friend that's not really and truly your friend. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And, if they, and if they say something yeah. negative to you on there, then you get rid of them. That's just yeah. some advice to me and you guys, okay? So yeah. t- keep your inner circle a little bit closer and keep your friends your friends, okay? So yeah. just I'm not a psychologist. I'm just a concerned dad. So I'll just give you guys my opinion out there. So um, I'll tell you what, let, let's move on a little bit, guys. So – Speaking of what we've been talking about, you know, what is one type of technology that you have a hard time, you know, giving up? Okay, you know, if you had to give something up, all right, whether it be TV, Jordan Harlow, I know you never watch TV except for Stranger Things, but TV, the computer, <laughs> your phone, this <laughs> is funny, and I'm not talking about school. You guys need your computer for school and for your personal life and so on and so forth. So let's not move past that, okay? But if you only had one form of communication, social media, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, <laughs> what would it be? Allie, what, what are you giving up? Give me something today. What is it? Um, Honestly, this is kind of a hard one, but... I would probably try to have trouble, like, giving up my phone because it's, like, what I make plans on and, like, kind of what helps me socialize if I'm not with my friends. And it's, like, there for, like, emergencies if I need it or something. Because um, you're not going to, like, pull out a big TV or something to, like, get a hold of someone. I understand. Jordan, what are you, you going to give me? If you got in trouble today... Um, what, 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 what's the number one? Oh, she's going to whopper me up, guys, on this one. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call and ask your mom. What, what, are you, <laughs> what are you giving up? Um, I would definitely have a hard time giving up my phone because, like, when you have nothing to do, I mean, think about it. What, what do you probably do? You probably go on your phone and do something because, like, on your phone, it's just always there. Like, there's so much you can do on your phone. You can play games. You can text someone. You can call someone. You can do so much on your phone. And, like, TVs and stuff like that, you can't really do that much. And, like Ali said, it's there for emergencies. If you need to call someone or, you know, you're in an emergency, your phone's always there for you. So probably my phone. I get it. Hey, you guys heard it out there. So, all right, you guys know that I didn't grow up with Facebook and, and the problems that come with it, Okay. In the past several years, more studies have linked social media to poor mental health. Yes, I do have a personal Facebook page as well as one for my company. Sure, they're great, and they can be incredibly useful and fun and time killers, just like you were talking about, guys. So I think there's some good benefits to it, of course, but we all have heard that bullying that can come along with social media, and you guys had mentioned it just a few minutes ago, the social isolation, reduction, you know, the in-closeness between people, you know, the distractions. You guys know what I'm talking about, the more negative sides of it, okay? I know when I'm working after hours, you know, on social media. No, I, I don't really do it all that often. 
and I'm not going to say I don't go on Facebook. Jordan knows I do. You know, but the few times every night when I'm not on my phone, instead of being in the moment with my girlfriend at times, you know, she feels disconnected because I work long hours and honestly only get two to three hours per day with her. So even though, you know, we're only two feet apart, there's a slight disconnection. You know, I understand how she feels, so I started only grabbing my phone when she would leave the room, but when she walks back in the room and sees me on my phone, I feel like I'm being sneaky sometimes, which I don't want, you know. But since you have found some balance in this area and are wise 13-year-olds, what advice would you give to me about using my phone? Jordan, go ahead. Um, I think it's basically what you said. Like, I feel like some kids are just, like, attached to their phone. And I can say that sometimes I, like myself, like I'm doing something and I just don't want to get off of it. But, you know, I think that it's good to sometimes, you know, go outside, get some fresh air, just live in the moment while you can and not just remember to not always be attached to your phone and that there's a world around you. Hey, let me ask you a question, and I want you to be honest. Do I look at the play on my phone all the time? No. Okay. Not all the time. Allie? <laughs> Allie? <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give to me? Um, I agree with Jordan on this one, but, like, also some advice that I would give you probably is, like, um, not to care about what other people say about you on there and stuff, and, like, don't let it get through your mind too much. And also the same for you. Don't be doing that to other people because, I mean, you wouldn't want that to happen to you. I appreciate that, guys. Thank you. All right, the last thing I want to talk about, the cons of social media is that it can create a skewed self-image or simply make us feel bad. Just like you were saying, you, we've had this conversation. I, I feel so great that you guys are on the phone right now, you know, talking about these things. So, you know, it, I think that it's important, and I, I think this is a, a, a very good conversation. You know, when we're behind the phone or computer, we post pictures of us looking perfect, we're doing exciting things and sharing the good news, and we never, you know, we never post, you know, we never post pictures of ourselves looking our absolute worst, right? You know, we're not when we're depressed. We never share the bad news that can cloud our lives, right? We all mm -hmm. develop this perfect image of ourselves, and some of us actually try to rely on this imaginative thought, you know, that we, you know, that we, you know, that we have ourselves instead of staying true to who we are, you know. And as a dad, that concerns me. You know, I don't want either of you or any of our listeners to think that you have to be perfect all the time. If you're using social media as a positive thing in your life, then great. But if you feel like you have something, you know, that, that you or is not, you know, like healthy headspace for you, then I think it's time that you take a step back and look at the situation, Okay. That's just me being more on a, on, on more of a dad side of it. So now, girls, here's the second for you to ask me anything that you want. I'm giving you consent to ask me anything that you want about me, being in the fitness world, being a dad, whatever you want. Allie, go first. 
question I would have for you is like, what inspired you to do? What inspired you to do podcasting? I wouldn't say that I got inspired to do podcasting. I think that I just got lucked into it. I think I was at the right place at the right time. And I believe uh, Mel Davis uh, gave me a shot to do it. So I just kind of followed her lead. And I can tell you what, uh, I want to do the best job I can. And I want to have uh, informative information that goes out to the public and do the best job and, and have fun. So does, it, does that kind of enlighten you and kind of answer that question for you? Yes, it did. Cool, cool. In other words, I was on someone else's podcast, and I was heard, and I was given an opportunity, and I ran with it. And if you're ever given that same opportunity, I suggest you do the same thing. Yeah. All right, kid. Jordan Harlow, be nice to me, kiddo. Talk to me. What do you want to ask me? <laughs> Um, so I have a question. I obviously know that, you know, you're in the fitness world. You go to work all all the time, every day. So don't answer this like you're my dad. I just want you to answer it like you're talking to any random person who's asking you this. So what is one challenge that you face every day being in the fitness world? One challenge that I personally face every day being in the fitness world? Yes. I personally face the, 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 oh my gosh, girl, there's many challenges. Um, uh, number one is I'm 49 years old and I've done a lot of damage to my body over the years and now I'm paying the price for it. My body's breaking down. Um, uh, that's a challenge. The ability to wake up and do it every day is a grind. It hurts. Um, but at the end of the day, it feels good, and you have to try and balance uh, where it hurt and where it doesn't hurt. And sometimes you kind of push yourself a little too hard or maybe get a little overzealous. Uh, that and the fact that uh, obviously what you're sticking in your mouth is going to determine what you look like. And I try to uh, keep consistently putting good things into my body on a regular basis, and I try not to deviate from that. And sometimes that pizza calls you, you know, or that them Brewskis call you or whatever it may be. But, you know, the nutrition portion of it is going to be probably the most the, the, the most consistent challenge that and, and, and your body breaking down all the time. Does that answer your question, baby? Yes. Gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. So, my last question to both of you, if you could make everyone on the planet smile, how would you do that? Allie, talk to me. Give me, give me, give me, what are you going to make everybody in the world smile? Um, I probably, I like, I haven't thought about this too much, but I feel like it would, it would be hard to make everyone smile, but like, what would I do is like, I probably would like try and like, um, give everybody what they would want, like, one thing that they would want, or, like, even just, like, tell them that someone's going to be there for them, like, every day, even if they don't think that. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jordan Harlow, how are you going to make everybody in the world smile? Um, 
Um, yeah, I kind of have that same answer in my head. Um, uh, obviously, it'd be a little hard to give everyone in the world, you know, a gift. So I would just want to, you know, let everyone know that someone, someone loves them and someone's always going to be there for them, even if they don't think so. And, you know, anytime that they feel like they just don't belong or they're going to give up, just know that someone's always going to be there for you. Wow. That's, uh, that's, that, 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 that's awesome, ladies. Both of you guys, I couldn't agree more. And I'd like to actually end that one question with one I would like to do. I'd like to buy the world a Coke. That way everybody in the world can just have a Coke and a smile. What do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that just about wraps it up. I had so much fun with the both of you guys. Did you guys have fun? Yes, I had a lot yes. of fun. I, yeah. That's it. That's about all. Okay, life is about growing as humans, learning from each other, serving others, and having some you know, having some fun along the way. Thank you both so much for being here. I will probably be asking you guys, you know, back for some updates every so often, okay? Audience, stay with me for some closing words. I'll be right back after this commercial break from our Up To Me radio sponsor. You're not too cool for me. And in return, I reciprocate that sentiment. I'll never be too cool for you. I was a man with a plan, but now I'm a dad with a decree, and you can't take that from me. Please let it be noted that I told my job they can dock my pay. Right now, it's just too important to take you to school every day. I want to be legendary for you. I want you to puff out your chest when you go to school the same way I do. I walk taller because of you, because I found everything to live for. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ed Council. All right. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope that you take some valuable information from the conversation with Jordan and Allie and can apply it in one way in your life or your kids, you know, even your grandkids. It's such a blessing to have them on, and I couldn't be more proud of both of them. Okay, guys. All you need subscribe button so that you don't miss any more of my episodes and make some comments in the comment section. Let me know what are the topics that you would like me to discuss. And lastly, remember, we are syndicated, so this show will be on Up To Me Radio channel and on the following popular apps, Spotify, Alexa, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. I look forward to serving you in episodes to come. I'll see you next time around. Until then, cheers, take care, and as always, Jimbo Zinnick for the win. Peace out.